this isn't determinism, right? That it's just like, okay, that's the biological foundation. What do you do with it? And what hunter gatherers were doing it with it was like not that much, right? But once you get complex society, now, now the way that that biological, like the sorts of scaffolding we build on that biological foundation become like really crazy, right? Because then you get, you know, you get polygamy, you get people like um, Genghis Khan, who, you know, I think um, they found that something like most of the Eurasian population is somehow descended from Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he had a, he had a, a, a Khan do attitude. So, I mean, do you think it's an oversimplification? I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, <laughs> even though probably I should. Do you think it's, you know, there's something in this, this idea essentially that this, like it, it's, a very pyramidical structure if that's if that's the right word so the like this kind of more traditional style of society benefits some some men essentially at the top of the the patriarchal uh tree and then there's there's a whole i mean because if if um <clears throat> you know one uh if you have a small group of of men who are reproducing with with a you know larger number of women then is there necessarily that kind of surplus population who who aren't who need to be got gotten rid of or managed or how does that yeah. work out right so yeah like going back to the question like so what happens to all the other men right like you have you have yeah. a small small number of men who are like reproducing with you know like hundreds of thousands of women um and those are obviously like the the leaders of society the upper class the ruling class whatever um and so what happens to the other men you know they're not reproducing Obviously, they're still there because, uh, you know, more or less 50-50 ratio of men and women being born in every generation. Um, what are they doing? Well, they're doing they're doing the work. They're they're the ones that are like building the pyramids. Uh, they're fighting the wars. They're, um, you know, going off on ships to, you know, like often on suicide missions. Um, and like, I mean, this is what this is what class society is right it's a large it's the few ruling over the many and the many uh, laboring for the benefit of the few and i'm not just i'm obviously i'm not just talking about capitalism i'm talking about free capitalism free capitalist forms of yeah. class society uh, you know like the sort of like the feminist narrative like well patriarchy means that you're privileged just by being born male it, it on on one clear level like and then you know this comes out a lot like this is like something that you know, men's rights activists will bring up a lot, like, and in a certain way, they're right. Um, because, you know, even if you fast forward to modern society, you'll see like who makes up the majority of the prison population, uh, who gets killed in like uh, occupational accidents, uh, who does like most like, like hard labor. Um, that's, it's men and it's historically been men. And, you know, the stupid conclusion from that is like, well, you see men are actually more oppressed. Um, yeah yeah but like but that that's not but you should be you have to be you have to be yeah. class reductionist about this because reality is class reductionist so it's not just about oh right. siding with women or siding with men but actually it's a particular form of social organization which makes this happen right um well, i mean yeah, I, 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 think, I actually I think that's that's yeah that's i think that's the point about the article why it's so good because it, it shows the like the sim the simplistic uh, all men are like a, a privileged that's that's wrong for this reason also like all men are um are not privileged is also wrong for a different reason i mean i don't want to 
I'm, I'm going to do it, but I don't want to read a, <clears throat> a quote from the article back at you, but I just think it's, um, yeah, very opposite, contrary to both. And so you're right in it, uh, contrary to both traditionalist conservative myth and popular feminist narrative, for most of history, patriarchy was not a privileged one benefited from simply by being born male, but a brutal racket in which millions of men destroyed each other and the world around them for the benefit of a fortunate few. And that's, I think, you know, that's class society. But I guess my question then is like, what were these mechanisms of destruction to kind of get into the the, the lurid details? Is this basically, right. you know, you need a war to thin to thin them out? Kind of. Um, I, don't, that, I mean, it's it's rarely intentional like that. Although I'll I'll, I'll get into it. Sometimes in history, it has been intentional. But you know, the basic the basic idea is like once you have like agricultural based class society, uh, there's always an imperative to like growth and expansion. Um, which for like kind of very interesting Marxist reasons that like I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, it's, you know, there, there's this is sort of like the the idyllic, like old school, like nationalist right wing fantasy is that you can have all these like separate like nations, empires that just exist within their borders and somehow. But like that's never happened. Right. Like every single pretty much every single like empire nation has always thought to like expand its resource base, uh, expand its borders, um, you know, co either conquer or neutralize uh, their, like, their neighbors who, you know, are trying to do this, like, might try to do the same thing to them. Um, so how do you do that? You do that, you know, you, you need, you need labor to build stuff. You need, um, you need fighting labor to actually, like, uh, fight the wars. You need, um, people to like explore and settle like you know possibly often like harsh environments um and all of those things are stuff that comes with um comes with like you know a pretty high mortality risk yeah yeah and i so, guess and, and, and that yeah. whole narrative there or that picture that you paint is one that obviously is historically accurate but also runs against i think what maybe people somehow default assume about what the past was like, especially before the 20th century, or especially before the Second World War, which is, you know, um, private life, <laughs> which is an anachronism, probably even when referring to some of these periods, but that it's, you know, husband and wife living in, you know, a single occupancy home, raising children, and that every and that most of society is divided up into these little units. And that's kind of not the social reality, um, which I, I mean, I say that so that maybe to advance us uh, in, in historical time and, and advance the narrative and to bring us closer to our day to understand what this all has to do with incels today, because listeners might be going, yeah, right. that's all very interesting. But how does this relate to today? Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think, well, I think well, listeners can, can hold some history in their in their heads. Yeah. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.